Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are. Topical Punch. Episode 11. We've made it. We, uh, we've we we've hit the crux. Double we're, digits. We're jumping over. Here we go. A little toast. To start toast. Out. Yeah, we're uh, drinking some weird stuff today. Well, I got... Uh, I got uh, Basil Hayden's Which is Lundrigan. You know, I think that might be one of my absolute favorites. It's, uh, it's good. A lot of people like Blanton's, but I gotta tell you. I think. Basil. I mean, Blanton's is good, but I like Basil Hayden's I like better. Basil as well. Yeah. Well, you're, you're drinking something different over there. I'm drinking Swill, in my opinion. Uh, this was left over, and then we'll get to this, from your birthday party. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone, I won't name any names, <laughs> we went and we did a, a, a booze run. Because we were running out, and someone bought Jim Beam, so I'm drinking the Jim Beam. But I think and, uh, didn't my, you, didn't you refer to it as uh, Jesus turning the water? Oh, into it's wine? like yeah, it's uh, <laughs> my my uh, analogy is you know his first miracle when he turns water into wine. The the was it the father of the bride or whatever said, why why are you bringing out the best wine now? You should you should serve the best wine first, and then the the bad wine when everyone's drunk it was kind of like going in reverse right right, right. no actually that's is it the same i don't know because we, we never opened it we just now we'll just now open it we never so we we never actually, it, up. it was never that, that would have been the perfect time to drink it is when like okay i'm i'm a little liquored up i'll right i'll drink it now right it's like when the guy busts out the uh you know johnny blue at the end of the night when it's three in the morning and everybody's been drinking all day is johnny like, blue what? the good stuff yeah What's, okay yeah you're like why uh what are you doing? Why are you bringing well, I, this out now? You're not a big this. Scotch guy. You're not a big Scotch um, guy. I, I like, again, it has to be, it can't be like doers. It has to be, mm. there's something about the, the, the peatiness of it. But if it's, I've had Scotch that was like 13 years old mm-hmm. when it was bottled. And then this guy, it was back in Nashville, he was holding on to it for like another 12. And so he was sharing it uh, very sparingly, like whenever... Like a really special occasion was around, but anyway, we were at this party, and my buddy Johnny's like, "Go get that scotch." So he went home, and he came back. We all had just like less than a finger, and it tasted like campfire. And you just yes, kind of let it soak into your gums. Mm-hmm. Like that was good. But you like that? I liked it, but I can't. I, it wouldn't be like my go-to, obviously, at a bar. But who? Well, who, no. Yeah, it's kind of you know you kind of use that as celebratory, right? Right. Like like Lafroy. Lafroy, in my opinion, is. The best. Well, it's super peaty. Yeah. So it's like yeah. it, you feel like you're actually sucking on a campfire. Yeah. You that's what. what I mean? I, that's the kind I like. Though. You got me in the right yeah. mood for it. For me, but yeah, that's kind of you like where I like. Right. Like a, like a Basil Hayden's not a Scotch. Um, it is a bourbon, but it, it is it's pretty mild. I we've said before I like Akintoshin, which is more of a, a blend. Yeah. Scotch. Um, but some of the singles single malts are really good. Yeah. You know, you get the right taste. They're not quite. As peaty because right. Lafroy, you got to be in the right. Right, it's real. Like it hits <laughs> you. For it. I mean, you can just smell it. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to get into mezcal because yeah, that you know, yeah, tequila is great, but apparently mezcal was the first before tequila. Maybe I'm is wrong. That right? Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what. Like, if you're in Mexico, that's what you drink because tequila yeah. is from the. Is it the state of tequila, province in tequila? I'm, I'm not sure how they mm, could be separate their territories. That. Anyway, yeah. but it's smoky again, and I remember the first time having it. I'm like, oh, this is gross. But then, I don't know, it felt really manly to like Mezcal, so right. I'm going to get into this. Into Mezcal. But it's not cheap, man. You can't find a bottle. Yeah. There's no, you know, there's no um, Jack Daniels version where it's right. reasonably priced. Well, Mezcal has become kind of like, it's like the scotch of, yeah. of tequilas, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, certain drinks, uh, it does taste good, but also, you know, on the rocks is kind of the way to go. Yeah. Um, 
And there is a, a drink called a penicillin, which with Laphroaig, you kind of just do like a spray, a spritz of the Laphroaig to give it that woodsy the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like taste. a good penicillin. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, yeah. So we're uh, we're drinking this. This basil Hayden actually was a gift from uh, one of my buddies for uh, my birthday. Uh, Angelo brought it uh, with that. Michter's. So we got a Michter's straight rye, which we might bust into dude, next looks, time. It just looks really good. We'll, we'll wait on yeah. that because ryes are... Yeah. Riser special. Uh, so yeah, speaking of your birthday, it's almost. <clears throat> what is the date today? I have no idea. But the last podcast, fifteenth. Yeah, seems about right. No, seventeenth. Thank you. Yes. So the last time we did a podcast was May twenty fifth. So it's almost been a month. Um, but we've been busy. So we had uh, a big birthday blowout for you. Yes. At the Santa Anita racetrack. Yeah. So uh, my girlfriend. Girlfriend, uh, girlfriend is my girlfriend. We already had one of these. Uh, is amazing, and she uh, always has the best events per se. And so for my birthday, she kind of went all out, as she always does, and seemed to think that I have eighty friends, which I don't. Uh, but she, I'd she, say more. She no, she uh, she rented a a triple decker oh, bus, yeah. like a Starline. Okay, so bus. if you if you don't live in LA or if you just maybe visited here you see those starline tour buses where it takes you around to you know famous people's homes or whatever right but the top of the the double deck there's no roof right and it was hot that day oh yeah but i didn't know you could rent these buses out for anything you wanted neither like neither did I. so i'm pulling I no up idea. i'm pulling up your house and i see this thing parked and i'm like who is that who right. who's getting who, that thing oh it's us and outside you had a sign that said duff's derby day yeah you know which is really cool. And so basically the idea was to have everybody drive to Santa Anita together, which is like a half hour drive. But that way no yeah. one, no one, you know, everybody can drink and no one's driving and being res- we're all being responsible and stuff. And so it was really cool. And we actually, the races start at like noon usually. Yeah. Well, I think the first one was maybe one. They usually do eight races a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. What and the coolest part was you had a race named after you. <laughs> It's the yeah. Duff Derby Day race. So they made a big this, announcement. This was all a, a little bit of a surprise to me because I didn't realize that. And so we got there, kind of had our own little suite area, which was huge. It was, would have fit like a couple hundred people. I mean, it was a whole section. Like a deck. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then we had our own little bartender area and stuff. And we could actually bet right there on the machines as opposed to going to a, a person. I which still we'll, like, we'll get into. Yes. Uh, yes. We'll get into Norma? Irma. 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 I want to say Irma. We'll, Ir- we'll call her Irma. Irma for we'll now. say Irma. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you could bet right there on bartender, all that jazz. And, and it was really cool. Um, and then the sixth race, uh, I guess as part of the deal, they named after Duff's Derby Day, which means, yeah. uh, which meant, um, prior to the race, went down to the paddock, uh, paddock, 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 uh, where they keep all the horses and we got to see the horses that were racing that race and then went out to the greens and got to take a picture as a group, which was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, and then after the race, uh, my uh, my girlfriend and I, my lady, yeah. Haley and I got to uh, take a picture with the the winning horse, the winning right? Rider. Yeah, oh, the, the rider, rider oh, cool. and the horse. Cool. But, yeah, but picture with the rider, right. which is cool. Yeah, the rider does all the work. Yeah, but it was special. But it was like if you've never been to the horse races, if you live in a place where horse races horse races don't exist, it's a really cool experience. Yeah. And uh, I've been before. I've been once or twice before. Uh, but to go and uh, have all your friends with you, and you can kind of bet at your leisure, and it's cool. I think they do it smart. Like it's 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 a long day. Uh, of races, but they do like the half hour in between to give you time to bet. It's not like Cash race, out. then race, then right. race. You know, well, they also have to. The horses have to set up because they they're all in the paddock area and they have to escort them out. Mm-hmm. And then 
you know, every race has a different starting point. So sometimes they're on the very far end of the track. So there's all this yep. stuff that goes on in, be- in between. And I love, I mean, people, you know, might think, oh, it's cruel and whatever. No, no, no. It's not at it's all. Fun. Like fun. A guy I work with loves horse racing. And, yeah. he, and the reason he loves it, because he, he thinks horses are magnificent animals. He always says, I love going to see the ponies, you know. Right. The and ponies. that's really what it is. These horses are bred to race. They love running. So it's right. not, yeah, they might be smacking them on the ass with their whip. <laughs> But it's just making go Maybe faster. Maybe they like it. Maybe they like it. Right, you know. right. Some people are sadists. Or, you, know, <laughs> you, uh, you never know. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, masochists, whatever the, the term is. Uh, but it is it's it is a very cool thing to go and, you know, you dress up and you just, you, yeah, you, you spend a little money. I broke yeah. even, I'm happy to say. Nice job. I Thank actually, you. I did end up winning. I will say you mentioned dress up, though. Uh, you know, I got to wear a nice little... Uh, Sport coat, little outfit, you yep. know, that uh, got me for races and wore a bow tie. And I didn't have a seersucker suit like it was the Kentucky Derby because when <laughs> when the hell am I ever going to wear it again Wait. except for the Kentucky Derby? Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. And, like, it, you know, you, get to, you have time to bet. And I think what's great about the horse races is unlike uh, any other sport, like, let's say it's football. Right. Whatever team Tom Brady's on has a really good chance of winning. Right. Whatever team LeBron's on for basketball has a pretty good well, chance. Well, except for this. Well, except yeah, which yeah. we'll get into that yeah, too. Yeah, but yeah. but like the star athlete isn't always. It, it might be the favorite. Right. But rarely does the favorite always win. Right. Which I which I really love. And so for me, I showed up. We got there just as the first race right. ended. So we missed yeah, the very we missed first, the first race, race, which is fine. There's still seven more, uh, but. You could bet at the machine, and someone gave me five bucks, okay? And so if you don't know anything about horse races, uh, we do, but those listeners out there, which all three of you, now I think we picked up a third yeah. listener, um, that you, you you bet, you can bet uh, a winner for a race, you can bet winner place, winner second place, whatever right. the deal is, all those. And then you can do like a trifecta, uh, or what's the exacto, exacto. which is just, exacto is just two. Right, like or a superfecta, which I don't even yeah. want to get into that. Trifecta is like one, two, and three, but then you can box it. You can box it. And so I got five bucks, and I bet a trifecta, meaning I picked three horses to win one, two, and but three. But you didn't box it. But I didn't so they, box they it. So they have to finish in that so they had to finish. order. So I think uh, the top three were going to be one, two, and three were actually going to place they were supposed to odds wise be one two and three did you do it was it a one dollar trifecta it, it was like a one dollar trifecta okay. to the start and so i did uh five three one because i don't know why i didn't the whole day except for except for the race that was duff's derby day and mm-hmm. race six i didn't look at the book all day i didn't yeah. look at the odds yeah. i didn't read about the horses i looked at the names kind of the odds and just wanted to try the feeling out right. I'm like, yeah it's my birthday who cares if right. i would or lose right and so i did five three one and I was gonna box it, but it, to box it was like six bucks, and I only had right, five. You're, you're, what you're, you're doing now? If you box it, you're betting on all the combinations. Right, combinations gonna happen. Right. So you bet a little more. And so I was gonna, I, I didn't box it initially, and then people came in. I was saying hi, giving hugs, and so I was gonna go back and box it. I was like, oh, I should box it, but I was saying hi, and the race all of a sudden started. Right. So I didn't get to go back. Oh, back. yeah. And it hit one three five. Oh, and I you bet five three one. So I would have yeah. boxed it. So the very first yeah. race, I would have won like. Couple hundred bucks. Yeah. I didn't, and said I won zero. So then the rest of the day, I boxed you just everything. Got a box. Everything yeah. I did. You pay which more. Means, you right, pay, you pay more. more. But you're, yeah, yeah. But I hit two, chances are better. Yeah, two other races I hit, which was great. Yeah. Um, and and it was just a lot of fun because like, uh, <laughs> it's not, it's not like a, uh, it's not like an athletic sport in the sense that you're betting on the players. You're betting on each individual race, and there's eight different. It's not like one football game, which is three hours. It's right. 
eight different races. Right. So each one is a brand new startup. You right. know what I mean? And a lot of time, like if you read the, the program, there there's a lot of coding going on. Like this, mm-hmm. it's very complicated. And so a guy, Rod, I work with, I call him Rod the God. Rod he loves the- his horses, <laughs> horse racing. He bought a program and made all notes on on it for me. This is yes. like because he knows his stuff. Yeah. So to bet and like. We didn't do too hot. I broke even. But, again, it just goes to show you, I love when people bet just based on maybe the name. Because I feel like every exactly. time I go, anyone that bets, bets based on the name, they usually do better. Yeah. There's something about that. Which was that. crazy. Yeah. And that's what I did, too. It was like, names was like, oh, that's a cool name. Yeah. You know, like, you look at uh, Simpson, Santa's Little Helper. You know, he puts yeah. all his money on. Yeah. And, and you find you find the one, that, and that's what it was for me. It was like, oh, like the name or like the horse... I had met on one horse that had like 25 to 1 odds and he ended up winning part of the trifecta yeah. and he was, you know, so it was fun and um, it's kind of like uh, if you go to Vegas, mm-hmm. I look at it this way, if you go to Vegas and you go and you bet all day, first of all, you drink for free if you're sitting on a table yeah. like blackjack. Yeah. Uh, so I've had all my drinks I've met for free. I brought 60 bucks with me. I usually put like money in my right pocket. I'm like, this is the money I'm going to bet. Take all my winnings, put on my left. And when this pocket, my right's empty, I'm kind of done. Okay. I don't know what my left's got right. in there. Yeah. You know, smart. And, uh, and so, to, to break even in Vegas is a win. Oh yeah. yeah. To break even at the horse races is a win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz you're you're having you're 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 spending money and then you if you think about it, I mean, you didn't really spend money. You're just there to you're, you're paying for a good time. Having a good time. Yeah. You know, and I never bet too high. I think the highest bet I had in one race was like 30 bucks total. Well, that's the, the thing. Trifecta. Usually you can just do like $2 to win. And yeah, if it's a totally. an underdog, you might win 40, yeah. 50 bucks. And one of them I did, I picked some underdog to win one race, yeah. as I did like a trifecta couple of yeah. and he ended up winning. And yeah. it was a guy that like was supposed to place like fifth. Yeah. You know, but it was just like, oh, like the name. I think it was like uh uh <laughs> Allegory's Helper. You know, I don't know what it Allegories, was. I don't know, I don't know what the name it was like, Allegory's al- like helper. uh Allegory's uh in rhythm. Co- I don't have no copy idea. editor assistant. <laughs> yeah, right. I have no idea. But I was like, oh, that's a catchy name. Um, but no, it was a lot of fun and like everybody came out and it was really cool to see and, and um, kind of came back to our yeah. place and still ordered pizza, hung out for a while and, and kind of had a game night in addition to it, which uh, you and I both I'm, love game nights. I, I, that's the shows we're getting old though a little bit. Uh, but that's, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm totally okay with it because I'd rather, even when I was in the height of my going out to bars every night, I remember I would do, in the summer, I would do uh, a bar ban, I called it. Like every because in the summertime, especially if you live somewhere in the Midwest or you know Nashville, the, the winters get really cold. So in the summertime, it's like let's just have a barbecue. Let's I, I bought yep. a basketball hoop. Yep. Uh, let's do a bar band. Everyone come over to my house. Byobb. Bring your own beer or bring your own booze and and wait. That's that's something. Bring else. your own booze and beer. I, I was gonna start a Bible. Byobb. No, I was gonna start a Bible study at my house. So I was gonna call it Byobb. <laughs> bring your own booze and Bible. Because that's what they do in Europe, like in Germany, they like get together and drink. That's beers. actually an awesome yeah. idea. But it was no, it's B Y B Y O B M. I don't know. Bring your yeah. own beer, bring booze, your own and meat. Bowel, yeah. Bring your own bowel movement. So anyway, you're, you're, it's cheaper, and then you're, you know, you're sitting around the grill, or or, or you're inside playing Uno, or what. It's just to me that's much more meaningful. Or yeah. You, the memories that you create, it's yeah. more fun. Connections. Going to and... bars is great, but yeah. Know, as I get older, I would rather like every night. Let's do a game night. Like that yeah. to me is like the highlight of my life. Right. And I think when you're young, your priorities are a little bit different, but also the excitement of a bar, the noise, mm-hmm. the, 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 oh yeah, the, the, the social the energy, aspect. the social yeah. aspect, you're meeting people and whatever. Yeah. And if you're single, it's a great way to go and you right. can meet people and right. all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, I, not that I feel, I don't feel old at all, but I feel like, right. uh, well, that's beside the point. Is Alexa going off? Alexa just went off. Apparently, did, she, did you say Alexa? I, I, <laughs> Weird. I didn't at all. 
Um, but uh, yeah, so I think that you know the game night thing is something we've been fond of lately, and I actually still have a half a, a keg because oh, yeah. my girlfriend made a beer bar for me. BYOBB, bring yeah. your own beer bar. beer bar. And it's a four tap system and couldn't get it to work, so we ended up having to do it out of a yeah. whatever jockey box, so just, which fits the theme. Jockey right. box, you yeah. know, for horse racing. But yeah. um, anyway, so that was a lot of fun and, uh, you know, really enjoyed it. Had a great birthday. You yeah. were there. It was great. And uh, I think uh, most people had a good time. No <laughs> one got too crazy. <laughs> no one, I think. Uh, acted like they were twenty and puked at any oh, point during the yes, uh, you know, I which is something yeah. when you're in your twenties might be a normal thing. Yeah. But I bring that up because you and I were just discussing yeah. earlier. Yeah, that, and, and maybe we've discussed this. I don't know if we've discussed this well, on the show at all. Let's discuss it in more uh, detail. But, but Jesse uh, just got back from New York. First yes, of all. work um, trip. Yeah, he had a work trip, uh, and I believe he was discussing with his coworker that he's never vomited, puked, no, in any capacity. Uh, when it involves drinking at all, Mm-mm. and it's only been not even when you're sick, it's only been through food poisoning, right? Correct? So, so if anyone out there watches Seinfeld, you know there's the episode of the black and white cookie, where he <laughs> he eats it, and uh, it gives him food poisoning, and um, you know Elaine's like, what's what's going on? The the, the black and white not getting along in your stomach down there? Or is some, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. he's like, oh yeah, I haven't thrown up in 12 years. There goes the 12 year streak. I've had this is funny. It's so it's so ironic. I've had I don't know if that's the definition of irony. Coincidental, how's that? I've had food poisoning and thrown up in twelve year increments. So that's so when weird. I was in sixth grade, I had <laughs> your fried, first time. My, not my first time ever throwing up, oh. but my I, I the 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 first memory, not the first memory I've had of throwing up. I remember having milk as a kid, a kid. and yeah. throwing it up, and it comes up like cottage cheese. <laughs> Gross. So nasty. <laughs> so okay. So I have a lot to say about this topic, but let me get the <laughs> let me get the time frame uh, situated for you. So I was six years old. I had fried chicken, and I must have got food poisoning, and I threw it up. And then twelve years later, when I'm twenty three, I won a gift certificate from my job. I was working at a newspaper in the circulation department, and I I don't know sold enough subscriptions that they rewarded me with a free meal at Pizza Hut. So, I remember those. So if you go to Pizza Hut during lunch, they have the the uh, buffet where it's just pizza, uh, yep. all you can eat. Yep. So for whatever reason, they had <laughs> chicken uh, rotini pasta with broccoli. I'm like, well, that looks good at Pizza Hut. Yeah. Oof. So I'm just I'm I'm you know I'm a poor just out of college kid. So I'm like, oh my god, you know, free lunch. I'm gonna right. eat everything. <laughs> so I have pizza. I have like the dessert pizza. Remember that the peanut butter and oh, jelly yeah. pizza? Oh yeah, they had a little drizzle yeah. on there, like chocolate. Yeah. So then I'm I'm just scarfing this, uh, uh, you know, rotini pasta from Pizza Hut, uh, and I had like a white sauce on it, you know. So about three hours later, I'm, I'm feeling like I hadn't thrown up since I was in sixth grade, so I forgot what it felt like. So I couldn't recognize that, like my stomach, you're gonna puke. So I'm like thinking, do I have to like take a crap or like what's going on? And so uh, I'm just like at home in misery because my stomach is upset. And then uh, at the time I was engaged, and so Anna came over and picked me up. And then just her driving the car, like the the you know weaving and turning, it started like to everything started it's to come up. So I made I'm like pull over, pull over, pull over. So I'll, I'll never forget I was outside of a, um, a Kroger parking lot <laughs> and like just 
projectile. Like the rutini was still coming up whole because so I eat gross. fast. So I was because I eat fast. Yeah, because I don't really chew. So I'm like so, but it felt so good. But I, you know, throwing up to me, I get so. I, it's my biggest fear. I get so worried about it, and um, I panic because it's because I lose. I feel like I'm losing control. I have no control sure. over my body's involuntary, uh, you know, reaction to being sick. Mm-hmm. So then that was in 2003, I believe, and yep. then 2015. I got food poisoning again. So this was only two years ago. So you think about it from sixth grade to the age 23 to the age uh, 34, 35 is those are the last three times I've thrown up. And it's just, it takes so much out of me that I become so like, I'm frail. I'm like, someone violated me. I feel so, (laughs) so gross. You have nothing left. Right. So, so the reason I've never thrown up from drinking while I feel like I'm being really long winded is because I don't like that feeling. I don't think anyone likes throwing up, but I, it's such a a tragic thing for me Mm -hmm. because I just don't like feeling out of control. So when I drink, I, I, I just like feeling relaxed and, and maybe a little loose. So I've never gotten to the point where I've, I've come close. But I can count on maybe one hand how many times I've maybe forgotten things or blacked out or whatever. I remember making up one night after making up. Sorry, waking, <laughs> waking wake, up, waking up, oh, waking after up. a long night of being out at waking out. Uh, Jumbo's Clown Room, which is right down the street oh, from my oh house. Boy. Oh um, boy! <laughs> and waking up next to the toilet with a pillow. I remember that. I thought I was going to throw it, but I, I haven't. So you know, knock on wood that that my streak continues. Um, and so. Sorry, steel stomach. I mean, that's what that is. I just, I don't, I don't like, I don't like losing control, man. That's really what it is. That's great. Which, which brings me to my next point. Um, I went on a date two Fridays ago, and as we're sitting there and chatting, she says, "I like EDM music," which to me equates you like drugs. (laughs) If you, it's what it is exactly. And I like some electronic music, but it's not my favorite. But when you say you go to EDM festivals, I'm like, yes. all right, you do Molly, you do co- why, you do everything. Why would you? Why would you go to an EDM festival if you didn't do drugs? Right, right. Who just sits around and just bops their head and like, right? And, I mean, it's it's yeah. one song, sure, two songs, maybe. And I feel like it's a generational thing because I, Absolutely. I, you know, and granted, <laughs> she was 28, which in a weird way, it's almost it's almost 10 years difference. I forget this yeah. now. Yeah. I still feel like it I'm doesn't 28. seem like it, but yeah, it is. Right, I still feel like I'm 28. So we had, we're at this date, and as soon as she said that, I'm like, I'm out. But I had now I have to I can't just get up and walk out. I have sure. to I have to hang out and listen to this girl go on and on about drugs. And she, you know, was trying to convince me you should you should do cocaine. That seems like the right drug for you. Jeez. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this all before. And so. I went into my whole puking and feeling out of control. <laughs> like, this is why I don't do drugs. Like, I've smoked pot one time. And for three hours, I sat on a rock outside of my friend's house thinking I was going to throw up, just staring at the ground. That sounds terrible. It was horrible. And called in sick to work the next day. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just drugs aren't my thing. My drug of choice is alcohol because I can control it. Well, it's the... Uh, it's I know also what the, it does to Yeah, it's the, it's the idea of the... Con- it's a control thing. Like, I know what a drink or two will do. Right. You know, where anything like that, any other right. substance, like, I have no idea what is going to happen. And I just... I've never had a, a affinity for it. I've, I've never... For, for drugs, you mean? In general. Yeah. yeah. Like, I some... You know, like... And, and listen, I have some people, some buddies that can't sleep at night. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I have to do this and that to help myself fall asleep and, yeah. and whatever. And I just, uh, and I know that 
you know, weed is a natural mm-hmm. or, you know, all that stuff. I but would I, do weed if my body, uh, do weed? Is that what kids say nowadays? Yeah, do. Yeah. Let's do some weed. Are you on the pot? Uh, I, <laughs> Let's do some weed. Yeah. I would totally like take an edible to help fall asleep because they're, I'm a night owl. It's hard for me to be in bed before midnight. So mm-hmm. a lot of times I have to get up sure. at six or if I'm going to go to a moth after work, I have to get up at five, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to get to sleep, enough sleep during the week. And if there's an edible that just makes me fall asleep, I would totally do it. I just... I haven't done the pot since that one <laughs> done the time. Pot. Well, I kind of look at like uh, the idea of I also have trouble falling asleep. Not yeah. falling asleep. I can fall asleep anywhere at any time. Right. Uh, I have trouble staying asleep. Okay. If that makes sense. So I don't, yeah. It's not really insomnia. I don't know if it's like restlessness. Uh, although they do say all the uh, the extremely intelligently bright, intelligent yeah. people sleep for like a few hours, four hours, like four hours two to four hours, four hours a time. Hours a time. Yeah. You know, which like I find myself sleeping four hours. Part of it is. Work schedule and regiment and all those things. And, yeah. you know, it's not like you go to bed at 8 o'clock every night and, like, all right, I'm getting... Do you, do you rotate, like, a spit like I do? Like, I, I'll sleep... My, I'll start on my back, and then I'm like, I'm not comfortable enough. And I'll sleep... I'll turn over on my side, and my arm falls asleep. And then I turn over on the other side. So I feel like every hour on the hour, Kind of. I'm like, rotating. I'll know when I can fall asleep. I can't fall asleep on my back, but I'll wake up a lot on my back, and I'll know I'm on my back. This is weird. I'll know I'm on my back when I'm sleeping. I'll consciously, as I'm having a dream... Uh-huh. No, I'm on my back right now because when I remember when I remember my dreams, it's because I'm on my back. But also, they're like messed up dreams. It's like I've I'm getting ready to like I'm fighting a battle. I'm bleeding everywhere, and I'm gonna jump off a cliff. You know what I mean? Like weird, or like I'm in a haunted house, and like yeah. the Grim Reaper's coming right at me. And he's getting ready to stab yeah. me. I wake up and I'm on my back. Like weird, never on my side. Because you and know, I, know, I feel like it's maybe the way the blood flows. In your head, like this would be a great. I, I love the study of sleep and dreams because most dreams and most like really powerful nightmares or really vivid dreams happen in REM sleep. Yes. So if you if your brain goes to REM sleep for too long, mm-hmm. usually that's uh, people who have a more depressive personalities or, or just a, dis- genetically disposed to depression. Right. Their brains go to um, REM sleep too long. So when you have those dreams that you're like I call it the nap jerk, where you like a nightmare, you like the burst nap- away. Oh yeah, yeah That's okay. Because your brain's in REM sleep, so it's weird that all that happens mostly when you're you're on your back. So I wonder if it's a, a blood flow issue. I think it might be. Like That's I think like because even you know I, I know there's certain things that do affect that, and so definitely for the brain, I think mm-hmm. it might trigger certain things or yeah. certain ideas and memories and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. interesting, but yeah. yeah, I mean, sleep is. I've never been a good sleeper. Yeah, I had buddies in college, um, uh, you know Phil Sipka, who uh-huh. we had on the show for three yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His brother Stevo. Yeah. I'd go visit him in college, and he lived with three dudes in a house. And of course they had, he did. They had three bed, two bedrooms. They had two bedrooms <laughs> with three dudes, God. but they put all their beds in one room, and they had a triple stacked bunk bed. I'm not kidding. They blacked out all the windows. Wow. They had four fans running. Yeah. Super cool in there. And like one guy on the bottom, one in the middle, one on top. It's like I don't the want three to be, stooges, right? Exactly. I don't want to be the guy on the bottom, and, but they would sleep in the room, and they would crush, just crush sleep. They'd go to sleep, and they yeah. sleep for sixteen hours at a time. Well, yeah, which yeah. I've don't think I've ever done, even when I've been like sick. Yeah, I can't sleep for sixteen straight hours. Yeah. That's insane. That's yeah. uh three quarters of a day, like yeah. two quarters of a day. No, that's or two thirds of a day. Sorry, yeah, let's <laughs> say that's great with math. More right than now. half. Yeah. Two thirds of a day. Yeah, um, exactly two thirds yeah. of a day. But um, they would do it, and I was like, I, I, it would blow my mind. I can barely get eight yeah. in. If uh, I get six, I'm lucky. On the, on, during the week. Same. During the week. And, but your yours is partially, like, you get up early schedule. Yeah. 
Mine is a, I just can't. Is it because you're, are you like Kramer where you, you just wake up automatically or is it more of like you, you're panicking sometimes, because you feel like you're What's weird is I can sleep through anything right? when I'm really tired, mm-hmm. but I'll wake up. My body will kind of wake itself up. And then once I'm kind of up, it's harder to go back to sleep. But if I do, then I'll go to sleep for like another hour. I wake up super groggy mm-hmm. and then I just feel drained like all mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'm kind of like, I wish I would have just stayed up after four hours. Right. Um, and I know it's probably terrible for us not getting a lot of sleep and it's, as we get older it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll it's hurt like, us big time I think like see, you'll you'll die faster from sleep deprivation than you will like food apparently that's what I've read are you kidding I don't know well, all the crap food wrong. speaking Jeez. of speaking of Phil's brother um, Steve-O I don't know if it was his roommate that did a uh, an experiment to see how long he could stay awake do you remember this oh yeah, yeah and yeah. he said by the end he stayed up awake for like three or four days and he said by the end of yes. it he subconsciously was going to Walmart and was buying a pillow and a blanket, and he was kind of sleepwalking, I guess. And he remembers yes. coming to in the parking lot, looking down and like, Cause I, I just bought a blanket and a pillow. Well, have you ever? So I've driven cross country about I don't know five, six times, yeah. whatever it was. I include Nashville as part sure. of that. It's of course, cross yeah. country. And in that time, like I've had days where I drive 16, 18 hours. And I definitely, towards the end of some of those trips, or if I'm driving late at night, yeah. I've started to, like, no joke, start dreaming while I'm driving, which oh, is yeah. terrible. I'm yeah, not promoting should... this to anyone no. to do. And I'll immediately, like, kind of pull over and, yeah. and take a nap. But I used to do it because I would, when I lived in New York, I would leave late at night, like, 10 p.m. to drive home to Michigan, right. which is 10 hours. So right. I'd get there at 8 in the morning. Right. You know, or here, you know, living in L.A., I'll drive to Phoenix and leave it like nine or ten at night. Because you're beating the traffic, yeah. Trying to be the trap, trying to get around the traffic, which yeah. is so dumb, but that's all I'll do. And so I will, I, I won't fall asleep, you know. But it is a little bit scary, and so I've I've really put myself in check recently as I've gotten older. Yeah. But I used to like wake up and like not come to, but like realize like I don't remember the last forty minutes. Of I've driving. I've done the thing where you kind of it's you fall. Crazy. I call it quote unquote falling asleep with your eyes open. Mm-hmm. Where you're just it's, mm-hmm. it's like when you read uh, you're reading a book. Which always makes me sleepy, but you you read maybe the whole page. Yes. And oh shit, what I forgot what this page what is about. Yeah, and you go back and start over. I've read a page be- four to five times before because your brain is going somewhere else. I mean, yes. that's what they say meditation or no hypno- hypno- hypnosis is like. Is it's it's like you're you're aware of where you are, but you're not focused on what's in front of you. Your right. mind just kind of drifts. Sure. Um, and I was on when I I, I you know was flying from New York on uh, Thursday, and I was doing the thing where I. I was I was falling asleep and doing the nap jerk, but I had one of those. I, the, the 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 big ones are always like I'm falling off something tiny. I'm not falling off a skyscraper. I'm falling off like a picnic table right. or like one step, right? And I remember this dream. I was holding a drink and I was about to like lose it. So I this poor guy next to me. I almost hit him because I had one with these really large. Where you jerk out of your your your, your sleep, right? And yes. So I, it's kind of one of those things where you play off where you you're you're, you're pretty much saying I meant to do that. So you, right, I, you jerk so... and then, and you kind of like scratch your nose, or you ever do the thing in your sleep where you're yelling in your dream and and in real life you you go ah like that. Yeah, yes. And I always it always happens like at a slumber party. Not that I have slumber parties anymore, but as a kid, <laughs> can like you imagine always, having like a slumber party now? Yeah, slumber parties. Yeah. But throw, I remember throw your sleeping bag down. Right. Your but like the Spring Hill days when we'd all sleep at someone's house. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's in the living room with their sleeping bag and I'd be falling asleep and in my dream I'm yelling and you know, you hear me go, ah, I'd always cover it up with 
<clears throat> like you were meaning to cough or clear your throat, you know. Well, I was told at one point in my life uh, that I might have, uh, what is it called? Um, restless leg, leg syndrome. syndrome. Because, like, and I and the thing about it related to caffeine, like, I can drink caffeine all day long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I, I feel like it doesn't affect me. Yeah. I'm never like, man, I need caffeine. But I do... I do get the point where I'm like, oh, I want some coffee. Mm-hmm. Not like I need coffee, but I really want some coffee. Okay. Maybe it's a mental thing, whatever it is. Sure. But I remember when I was in uh, early, early high school and we were going on a trip. We are driving from Michigan to Florida. Mm-hmm. Big van of people. was like 15 of us. And it was my turn to ride shotgun. Oh, and yeah. it was like 3 you're, in the morning. You're navigating. And I've been, been awake all night. Mm-hmm. Hanging out, playing cards, whatever the deal is. Came my time to ride shotgun. I'm like, cool. I'll just go grab a two liter of Mountain Dew. Remember Mountain Dew? Uh, remember it. The Dewski yeah. Dewski was like the way to go. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to get a two liter Mountain Dew and crush it. You know? God. So I got in the front seat, start talking. I'm crushed. I crushed an entire two liter Mountain Dew in about 10 minutes. Right? Just killed it. <laughs> Fell asleep within like 15 wow. minutes. How old were you? I was, High school, you uh, yeah, I was probably like 16, 15, 16. See, I feel like back then, I'm the same way. I feel just now that my body's starting to be sensitive to caffeine. Did you hear about this kid who drank a lot of Mountain Dew and then a cup of coffee and then like a, a, a an energy drink and he died? He had too much caffeine. There's no way. Dude, look it up. No way. Look it up. I swear. He died? It was, it was like a month ago. From yeah. too much caffeine? That's what the, uh, the like OD on caffeine. Yeah. I feel like I could you know, drink twelve putts, twelve putts, twelve yeah, pots sure, of coffee, sure, uh, and and not die. If you can buy raw caffeine in powder form, apparently, okay, and it's so potent that if you like, uh, I don't know, just you know how people like snort coke like through their fingernails, just snorting caffeine. Apparently, like that amount will is lethal. Really, it's, it, when it's condensed and concentrated, it's a very potent. Drug. It's a drug. It's a stimulant. Well, I know it is. Yeah. It's the only accepted drug in our society. Society? I just said society. Non, society. non like pharmaceutical. Right, but everybody accepts caffeine as like yeah. even the biggest vegan you've ever met in your life who is anti whatever. Right. Still drinks caffeine. Yeah. Or is okay with caffeine. Sure. Sure. Like there's nobody who's not okay with caffeine. Have you met anyone? I there's there are people who are very sensitive to caffeine, so they'll sensitive. Do. But are they still okay with other people drinking caffeine? They're still okay with people drinking it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's yeah. a lot of people that are anti-alcohol, anti-drugs, uh-huh. and marijuana, weed, what, anything. Yeah. Weed and marijuana. But I, I, it's not like you, you hear But caffeine people, is a drug. You, people don't get pulled over for drinking too much caffeine. Right. <laughs> Which means why I'm saying it's, it's totally... The way, the way they put it in, in, in products we consume is on a safe level. So what if you had too much Tylenol? Well, you're not supposed to take more than, what, 8 or 12 but a day? But what if you had 15 one day? You're... you're you're probably committing suicide. Exactly. Right. I didn't think you commit suicide on caffeine. You just now told me that that happened. Well, he didn't commit. It was an accidental. Right. So it's ridiculous. But I also Tylenol. think I also think if we read the article, there was probably some predisposed conditions that this kid had, unfortunately. Totally. That um, he maybe had a heart murmur or something. Until now, I've never heard of anyone committing suicide or dying from caffeine. No. No. But right. But the guy who also bought it in powder form, it was accidental. He didn't know what he was doing. He thought totally. he could like. I think he he put like a tablespoon in a glass of water or something, and like well, you dose. do see like those no dose things. At I've like done. Have you ever taken out? one? Yeah, and they're like, and they, dude, they get it's you just there. it's speed is really well, what it, well, all it, it is. is. And then, and then you see the um, what are those? Coffee, sh- uh, not coffee, sh- um, gas stations. If you're driving cross country, you're uh-huh. a flying J or a pilot or oh, whatever yeah. it's called, Love those. and they'll have 
the coffee, they'll have creamers and they'll have the little shots, mm-hmm. which are espresso or like caffeine shots. It's like, yeah. don't take any more than two. Yeah. And I always take like three because I'm like, why not? But uh, I've never, I don't know, I've never gotten, and maybe I have and didn't realize it, maybe the restless leg syndrome I was talking about was from too much caffeine. And not realize so it. hold on a second. Let's talk about restless legs and yeah, real quick. Is what what is that really? It's like when, you, when you sleep, are your, your feet like are not you like, look a, like dog a dog's like yeah, man, uh, like you itch him in the right spot and his legs are going yeah. crazy. No, it's that uh, I can't really fall asleep. I can't get comfortable. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, like so you're I, always no you're tossing, tossing which is what you talked about earlier. Like yeah. no position is comfortable, uh, but like I'll get itchy under my skin like itchy like a leg is kind of itchy but that's a only, blood flow it issue. happens yeah. it is a blood yeah. but i also know that i have bad circulation yeah which uh i don't know why necessarily but i do know when i was a kid i would get i got frost bit frost bit just one time spite yeah. frostbite um <laughs> when tense. i was young past tense right, right past yeah. tense uh in my feet and my hands uh so really? i'm definitely sensitive to cold so I will get my hand, my extremities, feet and hands get cold really quick. The rest of my body is pretty it's good. because your phalanges are so far away from your heart. Right, totally. Great word, phalanges. Yeah. Uh, but, but I think that's why maybe I'm not a huge fan of like skiing yeah. and like Anything outdoor. Just because like I can't control the heat. You get in numb. My hands and my, they get numb you quickly. Lose feet. Yeah, you lose feet. And so I can't feel yeah. my way around things. Right. Know, like a naked gun feel my way around. It's like a blind man in an orgy. I have to orgy. feel my way through. <laughs> so I thought restless leg syndrome because, uh, you know, when I was married or other uh, relationships I was in where, you know, you spend the night and you sleep next to each other in the same bed, I would always get, um, uh, you know, when you're spooning, like the female in the situation, whoever I was with, would, right. the, or the male, just kidding, uh, would their <laughs> Whatever feet, her, it was, like, they, were, they would have dreams like they were running, so you'd feel their, feel their feet. <laughs> So when you so if you're spooning, okay. So I'm the big spoon. They're the little spoon, right? So you're, you're the spork, kind of the spork. They're yeah. The, yeah. So I was, you know, the one um, behind, behind, and so their little feet would be like on my shins or, or whatever, and you'd <laughs> their feet would go like they were like walking but or running but like in a, in a like a staccato type stutter yeah, style yeah yeah and it was almost like that's when i knew they're asleep because immediately they'd have a dream like the REM, that yeah. they were walking or running totally. or doing something oh you said little their little feet with my, my shins, my shins. Pa, 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 pa. yeah it's like uh you know uh, like a little <laughs> i don't know i mean uh, i mean you and you may be right like i'm not that's, a, that's what i thought restless leg syndrome was because that's it, no. by definition well, yeah, yeah if you want to go literal that's what restless their their feet are restless. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I mean that that could be like I don't know much about sleep. I've never taken an actual like sleep uh, uh, study where I've actually gone and done it. Like I I might like, but I also feel like you got to have a lot of time to do yeah. it um, to where you can just go and like yeah uh, have the time for three days to just go and and yeah. sleep at. Wherever I, I guess here it'd be like UCLA or because UCLA. I've had I mean I, I guess I will bring it up sleep paralysis have you ever had that no uh-uh. so do you know what it is <laughs> sorry sorry it took a it took gulp. a big gulp of bailailers yes but explain okay. to so so sleep paralysis I've had mm-hmm. it three or four times in my life uh, it's where your your mind is awake but your body is still asleep mm-hmm. so it usually it, I mean this has been happening throughout history which i think is fascinating that everyone from from the time that 
they've been documenting uh, sleep paralysis. They didn't know they didn't call it that back in like sure. I'm talking to like pre medieval days, whatever. Everyone, no matter where you are in the world, no matter what time of history you're in, they all have the same visions that it's either a, like a shadow figure or an old hag, like on top of your chest because you can't breathe. So you, really? you wake up and you're can't breathe, and they would they say it was a spirit that was sitting on mm-hmm. your chest trying mm-hmm. to uh, you know asphyxiate you pretty sure. much. There's a uh, a documentary or a movie called The Nightmare. I need it's on my Netflix queue. It didn't get really good reviews, but it's all about this condition that the director had so he decided to make a movie about it and sure. the history is I, I don't know there's something that is the, the fact that everyone sees the same thing i mean there's there's something that going is on there crazy. there's something that going on there. Crazy, yeah. so anyway i had it um right before i moved to nashville i was living in indiana and i remember i was laying on my right side and i had this crazy dream and i woke up and my eye my eyes woke up and i saw like remember that old school screensaver where it looked like you're going through like hyperspace oh yeah so the, yes and so as the stars passed my ears it was like it sounded like uh, rice krispies like crackling and you know when you rub your eyes really hard and you open them you kind of see spots it was like that and i remember i could see the clock and my eyes were moving around but i couldn't breathe i could hear sounds like a david lynch movie it's very david Lynch. <laughs> i could hear things but I couldn't move, and I, I thought I was dying. I was like, I'm going to die because I cannot breathe. I didn't see a shadow figure or anything. Mm-hmm. I remember finally after what felt like maybe 30 seconds, I jerked awake and, and moved on. Um, but then I, as I've had them more recently, I had a dream that there was like an alien that was spying on me and was coming totally. to grab me. And, and the only way for me to get out of it was I remember like trying to yell in my sleep, like, what are you doing here? And so yeah. – you can't yell and eventually I finally do it's like the thing where I make noise at a slumber party or uh, like that <laughs> but it's it's the first time I did it was actually it was scary but the more I thought about it I thought it was fascinating and I'm like I can't wait to have another one but then when you do have that shadow figure or the the like there's a demon in the room that's it's scary as that's hell that's super scary so it's only happened a few times now watch I've now that I've talked about it I'll probably have one tonight you might it's kind of one of those and things I, and I, it's weird dude I do this thing where, uh, and I don't know if any of you listeners out there, um, like we said, all three of you, um, if you have this before and you've been able to do this, but like, I can actually dream myself to sleep, meaning that I'll start thinking about something as mm. I close my eyes, and that will start my dream, and I'll dream Ooh, like all lucid, night about like, it, almost like lucid dream. Yeah, controlling, and then it'll become my dream Ooh. until I wake up in the morning. So I'd be like, oh, I rem- uh, Jesse and I had a baseball game. Why together. would you think about that? Why would you be like, hey, so me and, and, and Kate Beckinsale are at a nude beach together. Totally. And then I w- <laughs> maybe that's what would happen. And so I've been able to do that before, wow. which is crazy. And so I'm not sure if I'm actually asleep, like REM sleep. That's lucid or, dream, where you can control your dreams. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if I'm controlling, but it's like I definitely can dream. If you're I've setting, a, you're setting a terrible, the plot yeah. line. I've had a terrible dream before. Woken up, mm-hmm. been like freaked out a little right. bit. Thought about something positive. Right. Started that into my like close my eyes again thought, yeah. and then slept all night right. in that state. Interesting. And then woke up with that being my dream. Ever tell you my Mila Kunis uh, lucid dream? You have. Okay, it's let's, great. let me tell you. Okay. Tell it. So I had a dream. Uh, it was one of the nights uh, I, I was I was sleeping on the couch because. Um, Things weren't going well at home. Sleeping on the couch. Bad news. Yeah. And uh, I had a dream that Mila... I woke up and I immediately knew I was in Mila Kunis's high-rise Manhattan apartment. Wow. And I'm on her daybed, which is against the window. I'm looking out the city, having a cup of coffee and nothing but boxers. And then she emerges from the kitchen or wherever in black lingerie, like 
looking you know all made up like really 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 attractive and she joins me and we ha- we share a cup of coffee like obviously we had just fornicated the night before so oh it was it was like the po- post-coital bliss but then i of course i wake up oh yeah i'm like oh my god this was the best dream ever so i i i close my eyes like mila kunis mila kunis mila kunis trying to force myself back into the dream well i start having a dream but it's an alternate reality where i'm in new york I'm walking down the street and there's Mila Kunis walking towards me. So I stop her and say, hey, Mila, it's me. We just had a great night. Uh, we were having coffee on your day bed. Yeah, right. <laughs> she looked at me she's like, who the hell are you? You creep, get away from me. So it kind of worked, but not really. It was like uh, like a weird version, like sounds, a David Lynch. sounds like a David Lynch. Uh, uh, Groundhog Day. It's, but it sounds yeah. like a David Lynch movie, yeah. which goes into, as we talked about earlier, Twin Peaks. Oh, my God. And, and like, as you say that, I'm... I'm envisioning the new Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Okay, and those of you that haven't seen Twin Peaks, I recently got as we talked about earlier into it. But the newest season, this new season, we're only what four? We're only like four, four episodes in. We're not four. Four parts in. Four parts in. Yeah. But it's like it's exactly what we talked about. Like this weird. Like, am I watching a dream? Is this what? It, what is? This? I just need some progress, man. Right. Yeah. And 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 everything is like. And every it's very conversation slow. is really like this. And then I saw Mila Kunis. Kunis? The, <laughs> Mila Kunis <coughs> on the street corner. Mila Kunis. You know, and it's like all slow. And you're yeah. like, dude, just it's very slow paced. Pick it up. And I got really excited about the Twin Peaks. The, 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 the Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. <laughs> I got really excited about this. We season. smoked the pot and watched the, the pot the Twin and watched Peaks. the Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh, because you're all about it. And then this has been kind of a, but I'm not fully there. You can't I'm give not, up on it yet. I'm not giving up. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's just like, weird. It's a lot more weird because he's got more free reign because it's not cable or well, it's it's not uh, network TV. Well, and here's for me. Uh, we were a big fan, both of us, of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Better Call Saul came out, and we love the character of Bado, Bod, Bob Odin, Bod, Bod Odenkirk, Bob Odenkirk as Better Call Saul. Easy for you to Saul. say. <laughs> Saul Goodman, uh, but. Better Call Saul came out, and yes, it was slow moving, but like there was progress, yes, dude. And I, now best show it's on TV. fantastic. Best show on TV. But most people aren't into it. I and love so it. So for me, it was worth the wait because the first season still had progress. Mm-hmm. I feel like right now what's happening with Weeks is like, dude, what? Are well, we and watching? I know it's David Lynch, so you're you're, you're expecting weird, but he's also very into you know transcendental meditation and and a lot of. Uh, Twin Peaks is based on probably shit he's seen in his visions while he's meditating or right. whatever. And that's totally cool. But this just seems like there's it's nonlinear, which I totally get. Right. Like but I are, love Are we watching a Salvador Dali painting? Like yes. I feel like yes, we, like are. That's yes we are. And I love Salvador Dali. Me too. He's actually one of my favorite artists yeah. of all time. It's great. But I'm like, I don't want to watch this painting. I want to see the end result. We I don't need to be there. it's not like don't just make art to 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 <clears throat> confuse everybody and right, make it right, weird right. like make us appreciate it and right. I'm feeling I, I don't feel connected to it I feel just very disconnected and if there wasn't hype of the previous uh, show 25 mm-hmm. years ago right this show in my opinion would have already been done right it's like if Bruce, what is if this? Bruce Springsteen were to come out today he probably wouldn't be embraced absolutely right and, but that's a good thing to talk about too is like we grew up in an era mm-hmm. the 80s and 90s in which things would never fly now that did then based on social media right. and whatever else and and like uh, 80s music was a time all tone which my it which is sort of started to come back a little bit i do yeah flock of seagulls i mean bands like that where you're like dude what what duran duran like bands like that like what was that still 
I li- but I, I like listen them. to that all the time. I still yeah. listen to that stuff. Like Absolutely. That. Yeah. But if you heard it now, you'd be like, oh, you're ripping off whatever. The-. And, and everybody right. kind of rips off from that. Yeah. But it's like, we were up in an era in which those things were acceptable. And I think that now with the way, I don't want to get too much into TV, but like with this Lynch thing, mm-hmm. he's on Showtime now. Mm-hmm. So he can like add things that were never added in original Twin, Pe- Twin Peaks, which was very campy, very soap opera. Right. E- yeah. Ish, whatever you call yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Ask. Yeah. Um, and it just it's kind of it's kind of a bummer to me because I got so excited because yeah. you were so pumped about it, and I'd seen a couple of episodes yeah. years ago, so I was like, I'm gonna catch up. I'm right. gonna be a part of it. And I'm kind of like I'm I'm let down. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. You know. Well, I think we need to just give it a. There's only a few more, um, uh, not episodes, but parts left, so we can muscle through. Totally. And then all right. Totally. But I mean, there's not many shows that I've given up on. One was lost. I just stopped watching. And there's a, only one movie I remember walking out on. It was the, the Devil's Own, starring really, yeah, with Brad Pitt and, and uh, uh, was it Harrison, Harrison Ford? Ford? Yeah, which Harrison Ford, you know, was my hero growing up. Uh, I love Harrison Ford. I, mean, I need. To, uh, I might need to rewatch that. I've only walked out on three movies. <laughs> only three. Only three. Let's total. hear them. Uh, Chasing Amy. Oh, really? Yes. Boogie Nights. What? And hang on, and Cruel Intentions. But the order need- was the order was Cruel Intentions, Chasing Amy, Boogie Nights. But here's why. At the time, uh, living in the Midwest, I was a young kid. I worked in a movie theater. So these are all movies prior to turning like 20. I was like 18. So you're too young to really so I was appreciate too young to re- understand. understand them all. Yeah. You know, whatever. And like for me, they were like, this movie's stupid. Also, Cruel, <laughs> cruel Intentions? Eh. Exactly. I can it's get that one. bopper. Yeah, like yeah, whatever. Yeah. But Chasing Amy didn't really get it. And it's kind of like, I live in the Midwest. Yeah. I don't know these kind of people. So right. whatever. Right. You know, Boogie Nights, I was like, what am I? It was when William H. I don't want to give it away to anybody. Spoiler alert. I have, wait, you're talking about Boogie Nights? Yes. I haven't seen it. Ever? Ever. There's a scene. I'm not going to walk out of it. That kind of is halfway through the movie where William H. H. Macy's Macy. character does something ridiculous. Okay, don't when tell When that me. happened... I was like, look at my buddy Rick. I was like, we're out of here. Like, this is dumb. And we both walked out. Um, going back now, I haven't seen it since I'm an adult. Maybe I would like it. We but need it was, Albra, Albra. It was an interesting. It, I'm not a. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I was never. Who directed that? Wasn't it? That uh, was uh, Paul. Was it uh, Anderson? It was. Uh, Wes? Paul no. Now Wes. Uh, Paul uh, P.T. Anderson. Is that, P. The, is that the guy who yelled? P.T. Is that the guy who yelled at uh, Lily Tomlin and, and I Heart Huckabees? Is that the same guy? Could have been. I don't remember. Okay. I think it was PT. I think it was okay. the same guy that did Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, which I would love to see again. Great movie. Yeah. I, and Adam Sandler is yeah. underrated in that movie. He was great in it. Yeah. Anyway, so we talked about a lot here. Real quick before we end tonight, yes. we did mention the name Irma. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I do want to say uh, the races were good for me. I did end up winning. I came out like 200 bucks yeah. in the positive. Yeah, um, good. But Irma, Jesse mentioned earlier, and this is like a... Re- redeeming factor for us uh, as we went to the the races there were no actual tellers we went to in our section in In our our section section. there's one upstairs you had to go like two flights of stairs yeah and a lady just sitting at a booth she was the only there was five five windows she was the only Only one and was there all day a freaking sweetheart i must have been like 75 80 ish yeah i you know i don't trust um uh, the the automated betting thing I'd want to like because a lot of times I'm still so green and new to, so I you know you you give the 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 dollar amount 
the type of bet, and then the horse's names. Like sure. I know that's the order. Totally. But sometimes you mess it up. It's like having a good dealer in Vegas. They're like, absolutely. You don't want to hit on this. You know that whatever. Like right. se- re- remember seventeen. You know, yeah, yeah, is, you stay. Is, is, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, so there's something about the human interaction there that I I I makes me feel more confident in my uh, betting totally. skills when I'm totally. at the track. And to go and cash out and have her get, you know, that to me, I needed that. And I'm, I'm glad that she was upstairs. Yes. Because I felt like we were her only, quote unquote, we, customers. We were, we were yeah. only. Like, so she, she would just be sitting there patiently and we'd all come super up Super sweetheart. Yeah. It's, you know, I say that, but I still get mad when people call me instead of text me. And I'm like, oh, my human interaction. <laughs> Remember in the back in the day when you'd be like, why are you texting me? Yes. Call me. Now it's, why are you calling me? Text I, me. I, funny you bring that up. When I lived in New York, I had the V chip. It was called wait Me. wait wait isn't it's that called the like, but isn't that to like keep you know naughty adult language and, and no and not nudity with from a phone showing up I, on, I was known as having the v-chip media i blocked text messages oh. when they first came out i had a flip phone and my buddy john Schubach was like dude uh i text you like seven times about this i'm like i don't I never get, get texts. texts i text are stupid yeah why would you not call me yeah i got i got an ear that works and a mouth that works why right. would you not call me yeah and uh, he'd be like well i text you i'm like wait i don't have it on yeah. my phone and, and I eventually got it. And now I'm like, why are you calling me? Why aren't you texting me right. about it? And even you and I, like, I know there are times I call you more often, I think, than you call me. Well, I think it's because you want to clarify what's right. going on. We'll text each other, like, seven times yeah. in a row. And I'm like, Fuck let, me calling. Call, let me yeah. just call him. And, like, yeah. and then we get it done in four minutes. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it's like, it's it's funny how things have changed. Like, yeah. texting before, I was like, why are you texting me? Again? Well, it's because it's, I think it's, calling now interrupts people. Texting, yes. you have, it, you can answer at your own liberty. Take your time. Yeah. Um, but I remember I had a, a Motorola, Motorola, Motorola razor, <laughs> and people started text. Is like right at the cusp when texting was becoming popular. Huge. The razor was like that was right. The point. And so I remember like I got my first one. Like oh, I'll respond, not realizing it cost me what a dollar twenty nine for every text. Are you serious? Yes. And then because it wasn't part of my plan, and then eventually I got a phone call from you know Sprint or Verizon or whoever. And they said, uh, just so you know, you've gone way over your text allotment. We're charging you an extra $100 or something crazy. Can you know? Do you know any? Can you know? Yes, do I can. Do you know? Can you name anyone? And do you know is what it's going to say. Anyone that doesn't have unlimited text. No, because I remember when that came out. Uh, yes, sign me up. That was when I still yes. had T-Mobile and I still had Flip Phone. And I remember Fave 5. Yeah, it was like my five. Remember MySpace? Yes. yes. It was free yes. texts, free calls to, to all your friends. But I, T-Mobile was was great when I had it. But when I lived in Nashville, if you look, if you zoomed in on the coverage map, my house literally over my house, it was barely any coverage. So if I ever needed to make a phone call, I had to step outside. So in the wintertime, I'd start my car and I'd make sit in your car and call <laughs> because in Hilarious. the I'd always drop calls anyway. Did you have a home phone? No, the time? no, okay, no. Who needs one of those anyway? <laughs> Uh, this has been fun. I'm glad uh, we were able to squeeze this in because it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, and, you know, no promises on regular scheduling because we're both busy people. We're busy, but I will but, say that this week we were probably getting another one in. Okay, sure. Because Mike Munkechi, yes, who loves, he's one of our new listeners. That's our number three listener. He, he <laughs> gave me some great feedback. And again, if you ever want to send us feedback or comments or, or uh, any compliments, um, we'd love to hear them. Mainly about how good we look on uh, my radio. Topicalpunches at gmail.com. <laughs> send us an email. Or if you are friends of ours, just send us a Facebook message or something. Anyway, he said more frequency. 
he listens religiously. He's like, I, just want, I want you to have more content out. Uh, and let us know. Like, if you like, we were trying to do like once a week, once every other week. But if you want us to go more than that, let us know. I think once a week is, is fine. I want to do two a week. It'd be no, overkill. but I mean, like, I know we've been releasing one a week. once yeah. every other yeah. week. So, sure. Um, thank you guys for listening. We're on number 11. We haven't hit our stride yet. It this, was going to be 10, but it's going to be 13, I think. This podcast goes to 11. Yeah, 13 is when we are really. Like that's when we get famous. When we get that's when we get an alcohol sponsor. Well, I thank you guys again for listening, and we will uh, see you soon. Yeah, Which enjoy means. your Father's Day. Oh yeah, Father's Day, which is tomorrow. Buy your, Happy Father's Day. Buy your dad a card, or give, make sure you call him. Give him chocolate. Or do you guys like chocolate? Sure. Or buy him a barbecue. Whiskey. Get him whiskey. Okay. On that on that note, <laughs> give him lots of whiskey. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.